We're busted for having sexual intercourse in a pickup truck outside of Loganville Waffle Houses in Georgia. According to the police report, Gossett, uh, the woman, was so inebriated that she stuck her foot inside a cheeseburger thinking it's a sandal. That's pretty great. Now, that's a, that's a detail only the cop had to add to the report for no reason but to, some, to mock. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Like, why is that even in there? Was that a crime officer? Yeah. No, but it's pretty funny. We all think it's pretty We all agree. <laughs> it's pretty funny. And we're trying to shame you as much as possible. <laughs> Welcome to the Blackout Diaries, a show where stand-up comics plus everyday people tell true drinking stories. I'm your host, Sean Bear Flannery. And I am CJ Sullivan, and each week here on the Blackout Diaries, we're going to have a different theme when it comes to drinking and uh, nights of debauchery. And here we have the general theme of regret. Oh, great theme. Many of our listeners, many of our stories involve Yeah, it's kind of like the whole basis of it is regret. Yeah. (laughs) But, of course, uh, we're going to have a uh, – <laughs> we'll talk a little bit about regrets, the different forms of regret you have while drinking, mm-hmm. how different people – some people regret a lot, some people regret less, you know, basically yes. when it comes to different genders and age and basically your attitude. We're going to have uh, Rene Gauthier. Very, oh, uh, one of our favorites. One of our favorites. Long-time friend. Long-time friend, hilarious comic and uh, everything else. She tells a great story about a, a regret – a regretful hookup or whatever. Um so have her. She, she tells a great story where she gets uh, borderline drunk, becomes sober mm-hmm. in mid regret, which I've yeah. always loved. Like, like, wait, wait, <laughs> right. like, like, the worst timing for a drunken regret is that yeah. you, in in the crescendo of the mistake, you become sober and you're like, oh boy. You know? <laughs> <laughs> um, so we'll get into a bunch of that now. Uh, Sean, you you are one of those odd ones that rarely regret anything. If it's, Regretless. It Just drink. wrote a 400-page book about how I have no drinking regrets. Um, yeah, never. Uh, I always said when you live every day like it's your last, yeah. the only regret you really have is that it wasn't your last. <laughs> right. That's <a> good. <laughs> and then now all your money's gone and so on. But yeah, no, always had a blast every time hanging out. I, I mean, I know that's not the same for a lot of my friends. Um, no, I was always people say about, that. Live life with no regrets. What are you, a, so, like, what, a sociopath? Like, who has no regrets? That's all I have is regrets. And not even about not even about <laughs> drinking decisions, just about every life decisions. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't reflect on anything I've done, CJ. And turns out uh, you don't have regrets when you do that. Um. But some people oh, but you were telling me about how uh, right. y- you read a blog about giving people advice on how they might have less anxiety about their yeah. drinking, how they'd have less regrets. Yeah, we're trying to make the blackout diaries educational as well. We're trying yes. to help people out, and they gave, mm-hmm. they gave you tips on how to uh, not have anxiety. That's Let's new, hear them. That's a new term they call it now, Sean, because anxiety has crept into okay. the hangover so much they call it hangxiety. Oh. And to avoid that. They give three things. They say, don't drink slowly when you drink. Don't drink fast at night, which, all right, maybe I can do that. A lot of these tips are tough to do. <laughs> Number two is don't yeah, mix right. dr- don't mix drinks because then your alcohol levels, th- your body doesn't know what's going on here. When you go from a beer to a shot, you know, to a different, a different type of beer. Yeah. You know. 
Now, I've never bought that. Yeah. Um, and, and studies have shown that's not true. At the end of the day, it's yeah. just alcohol going in that's and a, out. Yeah, that's a whole myth. That's a whole beer before liquor bullshit, you know, that rhyme. Yeah. It, it doesn't matter when you drink 18 of anything. <laughs> like totally. It's, it's, yeah. yeah. No, nah, you're in the clear. Did you drink? Did you? Did you? Did you drink the liquor first? Oh, you're in the clear. Don't, don't you know the rhyme? <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, drinking 18, it's going to be bad. Um, but the last one, which I kind of enjoy, we we can relate to, is they say avoid big drink hanging out with big drinkers because then you're going to be. <laughs> You are know. people out there avoiding me? Yeah, people are. And, and you me. back when you were drinking? Yeah, absolutely. I remember <laughs> one of the last times when I first stopped drinking and I came back to Chicago. Uh, Jay, the other owner of Galway Bay, with Nolan. Oh yeah, he refused to come in because he heard I was in town. Kind of one of those things. Like I was like this, an old West villain coming into town, and uh, <laughs> so I, might, I go to Galway Bay. You know, I'm like to visit old friends and all that. I'm like, where the hell's Jay? I, I text him and I was coming. I was like, yeah, he heard you're coming, and he's staying in the suburbs. He's not coming. So I texted. Yeah. I'm like. He got out of town. Yeah, I'm like, what are you doing? I'm here. And he's like, I'm no way. I can't do it. You know? Yeah. I, 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 I'm like, dude, I don't even drink anymore. He's like, I don't believe it. Like, he wanted me to send, he wanted me to send proof. <laughs> like, things. Well, why would you be at the Bay then? That's impossible. You can't not drink and be at the Galway Bay. <laughs> so I had to, like, basically send him blood samples before just to meet him the following year. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> um, so yeah, so we and it also says that we regret less since we have Renee uh, on guess, on the uh, on the show today. I did read that men mm-hmm. men regret less than women, obviously. Hundred percent, hundred percent, and that is because of the societal pressures put right. on women. It's all society. You know? It's all society. Yeah, it, like there's no word for just being like a male slut. You know, <laughs> right. it's just like fucking like. like uh, everyone's friends and so on, yeah, or just being like a, a like a drunk, you know, you like n- that. Right, you get nothing but high fives for that. And then there's it's like, and they're basically going, "Well, women drink, you know, to be stressed with someone in their lives, blah blah blah." And it's like these men, and then these are doctors saying this. Men basically just to have a good time, and they just want to have as good as a time as possible. So, and, and that's what you can do when society doesn't judge you for your actions. <laughs> what you can do is you can disable the part of the brain that's responsible for consequences through alcohol and face no consequences for that you, because you're a man. Yeah, and then you can just judge other people while you're women talk. About about drinking like it's like going scuba diving like they need a spotter <laughs> like, right. like they need to be in safe places yeah, you know set up entire and, and i 100 percent get why but like mm-hmm. we're the how many times have you as a dude just had a story where like i just walked into a random bar didn't know a single person got <laughs> drunk out of my mind yeah. i got the key to the city uh, couldn't find my later. hotel right. yeah had the best night of my life <laughs> Oh, scuba diving drinking. That's hilarious. Anyway, with that being said, let's get right into the story since we have Renee here with her yes. amazing story and interview. Without further ado, let's hear about a night that got away from Renee Gutierrez. I am a legend. <laughs> so I can't believe you didn't stand. It's really fucked up. Sorry if I'm panting. I've been sucking in for eight hours. I'm exhausted. Um, I love Sean Flannery. Most of my stories should be about him being drunk because that was our whole comedy career when I was coming up here. Um, But I've never done this show. Here's the deal. I'm not a big drinker, but I attract alcoholics and big drinkers. I'm like the black box 
of blackouts, right? Like, so, you know, when a plane goes down, you can get the black box and it'll tell you what happened. That's me for every comedian I've ever dated and every comedian friend or foe, I can tell you what happened the next day. Um, first, I'm going to tell you that it's my lot in life to be around drinkers. I think the universe and Jesus Christ himself was like, we need her out there. Um, I do drink, but I get drunk very fast. I have a Chardonnay, and I am, you know, the same. But I'm, like, louder. Um, but I get drunk very fast. Uh, first, I... <laughs> Um, am I doing this right? Okay, so uh, this is the story that's really personal. Um, so like I told you, I don't drink a lot. I was kind of, it, do you ever have a person that you think you're kind of hanging out and then they disappear for a long time and then they're like, where have you been? And you're like, what happened? Um, but every time I saw this guy, he was drunk. I was not, but I don't care. I really don't care if you're drunk and I'm not, I actually think it's fun. But he was always drunk and he always had a crush on me when he was drunk. And New Year's Eve was coming, which is the best holiday of the year. And where you, I hate it so much. I'd rather just sit inside and eat cheese. And if I have a person who loves me, cool. But otherwise, I'm going to eat cheese. So there's a party happening. And I know this dude's going to be there. So I say, you know what? Maybe I just need to get on his level. Right? Like, get drunk. Have fun. See what shakes out. I get there, he's drunk. He's also tiny. <laughs> I need you to know that. He's a teeny baby. <laughs> and he's already balding, so it's like conflicting but cute. You know what I mean? You're like, look at yourself, you little motherfucker. And so I come in, I'm wearing like this very cute, if I may say so myself, um, like a strappy thingy. And I'm adorable, I'm a little thinner. <laughs> it's great, it looked great, everything fit right. And I was like, get a red lip on. Like, live your life, you know what I mean? 2019. Um, so I go, got a red lip, I'm feeling good. We all go into this hot tub. <laughs> My boobs are real. So, I have a bathing suit on underneath. This guy's name's I was gonna say, let's call him but that's his name. Um, you can call him too, because uh, I did. So he was drunk. I had a glass of Chardonnay. Fucking wasted. Like, I was like, that was a full glass. And then I was like, pot gummy? Okay. Never smoke pot. Have no business. I start stroking my hair, because that's the thing I do when I'm high. I'm like, look at my hair. It's cute but unattractive and so we're now back in our clothes he's like what are you doing now i live alone by the way at this time i had a three-legged dog her name was sugar poop so she was waiting for me yeah she's the best so i go he goes can i come to your house i was like okay now by the way this fucking guy is a youtube famous kind of guy now he's on a television show on hulu he has money i want to say that to you because i don't like Comparatively, you get what I'm saying. He comes to my house, he's drunk, I'm drunk. He looks at my shoulder and I have a beauty mark. And he goes, you should get that looked at. I go, let's fucking make out. Like, you care about me? Oh, you care about my well-being? Let's kiss. So we made out, we get to my bedroom, and I'm really not this person, because I'm very, I like my bed made, I'm weird. Okay, so we get into the bed, he lays on the bed and he goes, Oh, this is like a cloud. It's an Ikea mattress. I go, 
your what's going on at your house? Like, could you imagine? <laughs> could you imagine thinking an IKEA mattress is like sweet, sweet heaven? What are you sleeping on? You know what I mean? God, don't let me find out unless you invite me. So then he has his jeans on. We have our clothes on the whole time. We're making out. Have you ever made out with someone? He's waste. He's more drunk than me. I've sobered up at this point because I had one glass of Chardonnay. So now I'm like, oh, I know what's going on in a way morally that I don't like it. Uh, he starts doing Gene on Gene. You know, some high school, grade school, whatever action, you know, house party energy. And he is, I'm thinking to myself, okay, we're making out. He is like in ecstasy. Gene on Gene. Like sweet ecstasy. And I'm thinking to myself, <laughs> what? He was moaning like he was really having sex. It was interesting. It was alarming. I looked at my dog walked by. <laughs> and I actually, you know when you're not in it? Like you're not in it, but you're like going through the motions. I look at my dog and I go, what am I doing? Why did I do this? Like what the fuck? He completes. Gene on Gene. You hear me? Denim to denim completion. It's like he's never had, it was like he's been waiting for this moment. And, so I, and then he just passes out. And I go, oh God, he's gonna sleep here? Do you know what I mean? Doesn't wake up till 3 p.m. At this point, I've taken down a Christmas tree. I watched three episodes of Dateline. And I'm thinking to myself, how do I get this fucking idiot out of my home? He wakes up and he's like, hey, I don't think this is gonna work. <laughs> and I go, I'm glad you said it, fucking denim dork. Fucking clean yourself. He didn't even clean himself. I don't have an end to that. That's what happened. <laughs> you can only wait. That's all I have. I, I think that's enough. Did I do 25 minutes? All right, we're back here in the Blackout Diaries, and that was the great and wonderful Renee Gutierrez with a hey. hilarious Gene on Gene, denim on denim action hookup <laughs> story. And now we have the amazing Renee with us. So welcome, Renee, to the Blackout Diaries. Thank you for having me. Yes. DJ and Sean, what a dream. I also just really quick, I've never heard yeah. you call me Renee Gutierrez before. but Gutierrez. Get the goots, the goots. I like, I like changing people's nicknames halfway through knowing them in life. I've probably known you for 20 years. 20 years and yeah, yeah. you have a new nickname. We've always called you the goots. Yeah, there's the goots. Oh, yeah, it has nothing to do with my stupid Instagram handle that goots, ruined everything. You know, it's so funny. I just... Uh, what was the sending setting up this interview here? I had, I just popped, I, I typed in Renee and the thing, the first, the first email address popped up and I sent it to uh, Renee Icon at AOL. Mm. So you might, if, if you still check the at AOL box, go ahead and. Uh, <laughs> I actually thought you might, you might have. I was like, I better scroll AOL just in case. I said Honestly. it blindly. I'm like, I said it blindly and I was like, wait, that can't, that, there's no way that's still an active thing. <laughs> it is. It's active. Well, it's funny because we don't no no friends email each other anymore. You know what I mean? Like it's we all just text each other. So like all our old, all our email addresses that we have are like our some of our first ones that we've ever had in life. You know? Yeah. So yeah. It's like a lot of fucking uh, hotmails and AOLs coming at you. 
<laughs> Doesn't Batarat still really hang on to a Hotmail? Do they have a Hotmail yeah. or a Yahoo? Yeah, he does. He's got a... Um, <laughs> I think it's a Hotmail. And he's got a job at HBO, which is great. <laughs> oh, yeah. He gets all his work emails forwarded to a Hotmail account. <laughs> <laughs> My AOL is just for spam and your Black Cat Diary right. Zoom link. Yeah. yeah, and Zoom links. No, you need you need you need a sp- you need a, you need an old fashioned spam email account for. Well, you uh, need not only do you need a spam account, but AOL is perfect because it's like when you're. Like signing for something like, a, I mean. like when the post office is like, I need an address. Like you do in, not yeah. want to spell out a long like SBC global net dot, you know, something like that. <laughs> AOL right. is perfect. That's why I did it. That, the AOL should remarket it itself as that. Like, listen, we are now basically in the Internet. We yeah. are like a space saver. Like you, wanna- you put all your old stuff there, <laughs> right. you know, that you couldn't fit into your house. You know, you want to get on a bar's Wi-Fi? Don't want to give me your information? Pfft. Throw us under the bus. We'll handle yeah. it. <laughs> Airport much? We got yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> so funny. Oh, my God. So, Renee, you told a hilarious story. This is uh, recently of your je- denim on denim completion, I think, was the. Is, denim on denim a- was also, I believe, won the, the Malort contest at the end of the show. <laughs> really? So uh, fans, can all, fans can always suggest what Malort tasted like to them or what the new ad could be. And I believe the winner was taste like denim on denim ecstasy. Yeah. Denim on denim completion was how you put it, Renee. It was, I think it was, it was yeah, completion. It was dry. I dried hot meat to the completion, I think, right. is what it was. Like, Half of you were Gene on Gene. Yeah, yeah, yes. The other half was a victim. And what, what, what age range are we talking about? Like, because this would be acceptable makeup. This would be an access, acceptable hookup in maybe high school, pre-high school, right? But what, what age range are we talking about here? We're talking about adults, right? We're talking about adults a year before the pandemic. Wow, this is awesome. <laughs> Renee, Renee, now I'm, sh- come on. Wait, I wait. Might have been kidding. two I'm... years before the pandemic. <laughs> 2018. Oh, my God. Feels so like still, it. So you were still in your 20s then at that point. Just a baby. Yeah, Just baby. a baby. <laughs> <laughs> still, rocking yeah. Ikea mat- still rocking the Ikea mattress. That he said, it was like a, he pulled out all the lines. Oh Honestly, <laughs> the scariest part is, this wasn't game. I could tell he was truly taken right. aback by the oh, comfort really? of this <laughs> mattress. So that was, that's a red flag. The way he laid into it, he was like, oh, God. it's like when John Candy takes his <laughs> shoes off on the airplane on planes, yeah. trains, and automobiles. Yeah. He's like, yeah. oh, yes. Oh, God. That's what it felt like. And I was like, we haven't touched. Yeah. This bed has really gotten me started. It's got to be a load off your mind, though, too. Like, oh, I'm not, I'm not going to do much today here. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be satisfied. <laughs> yeah. This guy's right. just happy to be sleeping in a mattress. That's what it felt like. It felt like that was his foreplay, mm-hmm. was laying on the bed. And he was like, sweet Jesus, where'd you get this mattress? <laughs> it is that age range. Is so hilarious. Just the <laughs> the radical difference in women's apartments versus men's. Yes. Like when you're in your twenties right. and thirties. Yeah. You know, and just like how like you're you're basically like, well, we have to go back to your place yeah. because you will not be I able have to tolerate no, mine. I don't yeah. have whatsoever. a pillow in the building. You know. And you guys have <laughs> <laughs> It's so weird. It's especially weird because yes, you are kind of right. But it's especially weird when they are like making lots of money. Right. Yeah, that doesn't 
That doesn't yeah, change they anything. Just don't I don't care. They have less stuff now. They're just like, I just want to <laughs> absolutely space everything out. <laughs> I feel like there's some kind of weird thing where they tell themselves, well, when I wasn't happy or comfortable, I got rich. Mm. So I'm going to stay unhappy yeah. and uncomfortable. <laughs> well, yeah, or they just change their comfort. Now, Renee, you're not a... The other thing I love... No, no, go, go. Go ahead, CJ. I was going to say, the other thing I loved about your story, which reminded me so many of my drinking buddies, especially in their 20s, mm-hmm. is I, I love that he basically preemptively breaks up with you the next morning. Oh, yeah, yeah, the yeah. Afternoon. <laughs> I love the um, afternoon, and, 3 p.m. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's just so right. hilarious to me. And I had so many buddies like in my 20s where they'd be like, yeah, I think I can do better. And you'd be like, no, you can't. Okay. <laughs> right. Um, right. She has a job. You don't. She's beautiful. You're not. She's right. charming. You're not. You know, you can't. but they're like, no. Nope. I just I think it's not working, you know, like the the confidence mm-hmm. of, of men yeah. at that age is so hilarious. It's yeah. Did he think look, you were going to be like, how did he handle that? Did he think you were going to be dejected when he broke up with you? <laughs> I think. I think he probably got scared the next day yeah. and was like, oh, no, like most guys, I feel like you guys think that someone's going to expect sure. that now we're. We got a thing yeah. going. Um, yeah. But I couldn't wait for him to I know. I, I was so pissed. He took up most of my day. I mean, I can't believe he was there. To th- I mean, I can, but like, th- that's not showing any regrets. Showing th- a, 3 p- a 3 p.m. exit. Like, you, your, yeah. your body clock has to get you to sneak out of there. I, I can't believe. I mean, I can't believe the dog didn't How did you up. rest so easy? What's the, do- what's the dog's name? Stinking poop there? Sugar I'm poop. Sugar, I know sugar poops. Um, yeah. Don't shame her. She's poop. gone. I know. R.I.P. Sugar poop. But the sugar that that must have been the saddest part though. When sugar poop made eye contact with you, I'm like Renee, we're better than this. Not, <laughs> what yeah, are we not doing? you. What we are better than this. <laughs> what are we <laughs> doing here? We built something here. Okay. <laughs> Renee, you're a career woman. I'm three legged yes. and gorgeous. Yeah. We don't deserve this. It was just so weird. He also didn't even take a minute to pet the dog when we got oh, there. My he just like wanted to go to bed. And I was like, "Ugh, it's like we're already in a three year relationship. <laughs> <laughs> he, knew, he, he knew he was going to be disappointing a lot of people. I don't know. You got to show some FaceTime with the dog. You got to, you know, you got to show that you're a dog person yeah. at a minimum, yeah. you know. Act right. Yeah, the dog has seen your Especially if you're never going to take your pants off. <laughs> right. You're invading that dog's house. The, the dogs, yeah. Sugar poop definitely has more seniority than than, than this guy to be nameless. Yeah, this YouTuber. <laughs> I've got rid of laughs have, uh, over the dog. We, you know, when Jess and I were dating, we never had any animals. And uh, Lauren Vino, who co-produces the live show, I think was I don't know if Lauren was there the night you performed. She uh, was there. She just she, there. Uh, she just adopted a dog, like saved a dog that, and it's a big dog. It's like an eighty pound dog. But she said how it's like just totally destroyed her sex life because it's mm. so attached to her that she puts it in the bathroom when she has guys <laughs> over, but it just like ransacks it. So then she has to like get it out of there, and then it just like it just ruins the whole evening, you know. And I've it is tricky. I do think like that's it, it is a funny aspect of apartment living, you know, when you're single is dealing with the pets, you know, when you're bringing people home. It's true. It's true. Because sugar was your dog. Now, would your dog get possessive or would it just get judgmental? Like, come on, Renee. She if if the if there's a guy over and he's sitting on the couch, it, I'm talking even a boyfriend, she will actually flirt with the mm. boy. 
And then the dog oh. will be like, oh, hey. And then it's almost like she looks at me like, <laughs> you know, like a little bit of a cock block. <laughs> but then you go in the room and I'm like, sorry, you don't sleep in here tonight. Right. And then she'll sit by the door for a while and then she'll go lay down. So she gets it. <laughs> Now, Renee, we've we've known you forever. You're not you're not a big drinker, but I do I do yes. like Chardonnay, Renee. Though when she gets in, it's occasionally she'll she'll dabble in Sauvignon Blanc. Yes. Sauvignon Blanc. <laughs> yep. I don't drink Chardonnay. I'm not a bomb. Yeah, and uh, I've always given you credit for hanging around us for so long. I mean, we are absolute <laughs> debacles, and, yeah. uh, and I think yeah, I feel, I feel like we've you've always been around that we never really just wanted to disappoint you, but you always because you you don't judge. But you have a look like, oh, oh boys, you know, like you're gonna let, let me take this out of your hands. Like you're helping us from being in the, in the hospital many times. Okay, now you don't want to, you want to hang from that fan there. That's gonna, that's definitely gonna no, come off. Not today. Not support your weight. It's yeah, like, do you almost yeah. feel like a chaperone for drunks or something like that? Like, uh, what's that experience like for you? Um. No, I don't. I, I honestly never thought it to be a burden. I always thought like, they're going to have a lot of questions tomorrow and I'm going to be the only one who can answer them. (laughs) Like, I think I said, I'm the black box for drunks. Like you crack her open in the morning and go, what did we miss? Um, (laughs) But no, I think because I grew up like my dad drank a lot, but like his drinking buddies were always around. And I think I kind of like, my father died when I was a kid. So I think there's a comfort mm. to the environment of like, it doesn't bother me. I will just leave. Like, you know, I'll just go, all right, I'm leaving now. Like last night we went out and everyone was drunk. There was loud music. Yeah. And I was like, I'm going to go eat a burger in bed. Yes. You know that's what I mean? Part of the, uh, so yeah, no. that's part of the thing I discovered when you, that's one of the uh, curses and blessings of not drinking. Now that I stopped drinking, I was knowing when to leave. It could be yeah. early, you know, and it's yes. like, uh, it can be good and bad, but you know, but it's always like, uh, yeah, yeah. you don't have any of the, the regrets that we have. Like we're kind of talking about regrets today with your story, but yeah. um, <laughs> like you don't have like the regret now every once in a while, there'll be like something amazing happened and maybe you're like, oh, I kind of wish I stayed, but that's pre- like, I would say. Yeah. 90% of the time when you leave early, yeah. it was the right call. Maybe, yeah. maybe 99%. Yes, yes, yes. Well, I also like. There's, there's so many different types of people when they're drunk, right? Mm-hmm. Like if it's a boyfriend, I'm fully mm-hmm. annoyed. Right. <laughs> like if they're drunk all the yeah. time, then I'm just like, I mean, what? do you have to drink till you're fucking yeah. pissing yourself? Like the Tuesday. What if it's, yeah. What uh, if it's two amazing and, people like us, like me and Sean hanging out with us? Can you, can you never bother, <laughs> never bother, never bother right? Me. We were never bothersome. <laughs> No, no, no. Yep. I, it's fun because I know <laughs> when you're when you when you're turning the corner. Yeah, yeah, yeah there's yeah. a there's always yeah. a a way like uh, CJ. There is always like a <laughs> like you kind of like about lean to in. yeah, you know it's uh yeah you lean in but you're also extra complimentary at least to oh, me. That's nice. Like you're always very you got. Sweeter and sweeter. That's nice to hear. That's Flannery nice to hear about. Just, like telling a story. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Flann- well, to me, right. I don't know what anyone sure, else's sure. experience. Flannery, you stay pretty the same. Your speech just gets more um, juicy. You know what I mean? You just get a little bit more like. <laughs> you know all, ju- all juicy. <laughs> yeah, just a little like. Double, double dip. Yeah. I'm. <laughs> um, and that's how you know. And then your your volume goes up even yeah. higher. Um, 
It's interesting because I, I am told I get yeah loud. I get loud anyway. I mean, I don't need to drink yeah, to loud. party with everybody either. Like yeah, as long as there's music, I'm good to go. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's never been a pro- what I will say is drunk girlfriends versus junk guy friends. Very different kind of thing because guys, unless it gets aggressive, you don't have to really nurture in the same mm-hmm. way. Like girls have to be like, no, 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 don't take your dress off. Come back. <laughs> no, no, no. Don't pee in my boots. Right. Come back. <laughs> yeah. Like it's a little more that like uh, that's more a little exhausting. bit more hands on. Yeah, that's the more exhausting I, part. I could see that. Yeah, because I think girls and I it's going to be unpopular to say, but the girls in my experience mm. Um, I think they try to get cuter. Yeah. And I might be the same, like where I get drunk and I'm just like, I'm adorable. And then they, you know, mm. imme- immediately become like cooler, but they're trying to be flirty and baby talking Sue's. And you're just like, let me help you here. <laughs> it's not working. <laughs> it's not, not working Tim. but. So I don't, but. that's really interesting that you say that, uh, Renee. And I, I don't, I certainly don't disagree. I wonder if one of the things is, I wonder if when our dude buddies get drunk, they're doing something just as like seemingly annoying. We just don't care mm-hmm. and we find it hilarious. Yeah. We, but but women have the impulse, well, I need right. to help you. Like you're, you're, you're making a spectacle you of yourself. This. You're, you're going to have consequences for this. You don't want it. But, but when, when our boys are doing something like, like this is, did I dude tell you buddies. what, what <laughs> Mark did last night? This was hilarious. I like, I, yeah. I like to show dude buddies, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, but. well, Renee, it's always been like you know you, you hang out with all these drunks, even though you keep it together. You've had a very <laughs> successful career since moving out to LA. You you yeah. work like uh, in production for a lot of reality shows. What's that kind of career like? You've met tons of celebrities, super famous people. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think I think I work in less reality. I think it's. Uh, it's not reality as it's unscripted variety, which yes, is not fa- comedy based, mm-hmm. right? Not fast food. It's just not a sick It's not comedy. fast yeah. food. It's food, good food served quickly. That kind of, that yeah. kind of situation. Thank you. Yeah. Because yes. reality mm-hmm. to me is more the bachelor right. or like real housewives or survivor. Sure. I never. You were on RuPaul's sure. dr- celebrity drag race. You, I was. I did all the. You were. Yeah. I mean, I did. You want to turn That's some heads awesome. at a party? You throw those names out there, and you and people are circling around. <laughs> I'm, I'm serious. People are hovering around Renee. So give me a story that came out of there. If you oh know. yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it is interesting what everyone's fascinated with. It's yes. it's interesting because when you like just now you said reality, I felt the need to, to correct it, you yeah. because I think people especially in California and Hollywood. Well, I was going to say, Renee, Sean, Sean, lives, Sean lives in the outside of this fantasy world of fear of losses. He lives with real, where people work for a living and then they, uh, so they just lump everything into like, yeah. you know, the, whatever, it's trash. Like, yeah, yeah, everything out here in Chicago is, it's either BBC, <laughs> Law and Order, or reality TV, <laughs> right. you know, or, or football. Like that, th- right. those are the genres of television and I yeah. don't know it's anything like, yeah, it's uh, like in terms of more detail. He came from Ellis Island, you know, you're either right. <laughs> black, white, Chinese, <laughs> Well, it's like that's all you get to choose from even but even in even in california if if people like i think it's a trigger i don't i think the 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 correction for me is a trigger something i think i have to Mm -hmm. do no matter what because i just remember Mm -hmm. i was on this show and this guy's like what credit do you want me to give and i go just say i write for lip sync battle and he goes how do you write for that (laughs) 
<laughs> and I was like, do you, do you not work on TV? You guys yeah, don't you think. Not work on TV? <laughs> right. You, you, how do you work on this fucking show it, right it now? It is amazing that that. <laughs> That's angry at me now. Yeah, the naivetivity. I mean, unless they're being like purposely obtuse, right. which they probably are, but like, do you honestly think we, yeah, we improvise? <laughs> <laughs> right. We improvise like, every second of that, you know? Right. And it's like, also, why did you ask me? If you didn't give a shit about my credit. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And so I exactly. I find a lot of my career going, guys, this is like, it's a drag mm-hmm. show. It's not, you know what I mean? It's a competition comedy right. show. It's not, you know, mm-hmm. amazing race, like, <laughs> that you can't mm-hmm. write for. But, um, totally. but yeah, I, and look, it's it's all been accidental and fortunate at the same time. And uh, doing these kind of shows. Um, it's also can be really hard because you are a producer and a writer. So you're right. You know, if you're in a, if you're on a sitcom, for instance, most times, if you're a writer, you're protected by a union, you're in a room with, you know, other people developing episodes. Usually when you're on like lip sync battle or whatever you're doing, like I came up with the performances for yeah, Lip Sync Battle, say, and I wrote for Chrissy Teigen. Yeah, I was gonna say I love you on Lip Sync Battle because that's like that is that is definitely your alley, like because that's where you're like the that's my alley. Yeah. That's, that's, that's what like you're the uh, nurture mama. All right, let me show you how to do this one time and just watch it one time. Like you throw the script down <laughs> and then you just do the fucking dance number, <laughs> you know, for like Heidi Klum or some shit. And she's like, oh okay, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's got to be a blast. Right. So that's got to be so fun, right? It's. Exactly. It is. And it's so close. It is exactly perfect for me. Like CJ says, because of my dance background of like the bits mm-hmm. I used to do involved dancing yes. and yelling and singing. And so I, I, yeah, I mean, it's fun. You get to call Kathy Bates and say, Hey, uh, you know, after our research, I thought it would be funny if you did, you know, a Bruno Mars song and you, you know, and you just basically sketch out a performance. And you pitch the beats. And that's what I did on RuPaul's Celebrity Drag Race for, I had to do 82 performances, um, lip sync performances <laughs> in hopes. And because you don't know who's getting voted off. So you have to be prepared to the end. What's a favorite uh, story or memory you have from the RuPaul show that uh, we can, you can leave us with here? I got to rehearse with a Backstreet Boy. Oh my God! Oh eighth boy. grade, eighth I got grade to dance Renee's with them. Posters coming to life. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I literally at one point I said to the choreographer, "I go, I got this one." Took my jacket <laughs> off. I'm gonna do this one. Like I'm gonna do this practice. <laughs> that was a highlight. And he and I accidentally did choreography. It was amazing. <laughs> uh, it was great. Oh accidental. man, accidental choreograph from Chardonnay and Goose. <laughs> Sava Young. Renee, thank you so much for joining. <laughs> thank you so much for joining us. Tell our listeners how yeah. they can follow more of your career. Yes. Um, Instagram is the main one at Nene Gooder. Dance Queen. All right, Renee, thanks. Thank, thank you so you. much. She's the best. You guys yeah. are the best. And we're back at the Blackout Diary. Sean Bear Flanner with CJ Sullivan. That was Renee Gautier, who just left us. We're talking today about regrets, CJ, at the Blackout Diaries. Regrets come in all forms. Uh, Renee just had one that was, you know, essentially romantic, sexual. Mm -hmm. Uh, Sometimes regrets are 
uh, you've spent too much money at the bar, yeah. you're losing money. So, sometimes you're, you're actually losing property, and, and you just found an interesting study on that, right? I did, absolutely. Uh, just losing items in general, a lot of, as, as yeah. drunks are tend to do, we lose. I used to, so as you know, I usually wear sports jackets, yeah. and uh, I don't know if you know this about me, but the, the reason I got into wearing sports jackets is they're actually dirt cheap at thrift stores. Yeah. And I would lose so many, um, like I used to wear like fashionable, like young people's jackets, <laughs> right. leave them at a bar, and then you're livid yeah. that you've lost a jacket, yeah. like your whole winter jacket. I'm like, well, no, I'll just go to a thrift store. I'll buy $15 sports jackets, and I don't care and they, where I leave them behind. And they have great pockets, these, these coats, Exactly, too. which is a key. Yes. Yes. And because we're because nowadays, in the modern era... We're all we're all walking around with thousand dollar computers on our pocket on our bodies, you know. Yes. You know, mm-hmm. as, uh, and under the guys' phones, and they're heavy too. So we put them on, we put them down, we put them out on the table. You know, we put them mm-hmm. on the table on the bar, things like that, and uh, we lose them a lot. And they get left there. I actually, do you know how all of my sons had cell phones? I don't know if you know no, this or not. not. Uh, Nolan, mm-hmm. uh, owner of Galway Bay. Yep. One of the unofficial sponsor of this podcast. Correct. They have like five drawers of just cell phones that drunk people have left in there and never come to pick up. Like five of them. Like like it's amazing. Like you, they pull it out. Yeah. It looks like it looks like in a spy movie where Jason Bourne needs to get needs a new a, identity. Needs a burner and you pull or something. It out. Here, take this. Yeah, a burner or something like that. What's this? Hello Kitty phone. Whatever. Just take. It. Yeah. <laughs> so I would just hack them and give them to my kid as a. It can't make a. It can't make a phone call, but it can be a Wi-Fi device. Oh, like that's so that's. But that's how I got all my old phones. That's yeah. great. Like ho- just. Every Every bar in Chicago. In fact, I would encourage our listeners to do this. I'm going to give you an advice uh, column here. Mm-hmm. Go into any bar you want and just say you left an iPhone <laughs> and that it was three weeks ago, and they have they are sitting on piles of dead iPhones. They'll just give it to you. <laughs> Thank God you showed up. You know these things are overflowing in these drawers. <laughs> we need to get them out of here. <laughs> yeah, that is an amazing uh, hack. Um, yeah, just to go through that. Um, so the the average uh, the average amount of money that across the country a regular state loses in a year is one hundred eighty nine dollars, one hundred ninety dollars worth of um, goods. You know, is that just cell phones or that's just products? I we think lose? that's just products of just straight up losing. You know, yeah, like coats, right. uh, gloves, sunglasses, right. and, cell phones, and whatever. Per, it adds up to them. Yeah, and that's per person. So imagine a good old. Yeah, that's about two. Yeah, I get. It. Yeah, one person loses a new iPhone. Yeah. That's twelve hundred dollars, right? right? Exactly. You know, so yeah. So we're we're carrying the heavy load for that. Um, it turns out North Dakota, which doesn't have a lot of expensive things, they they, they lose double that amount. They lose three hundred and eighty dollars <laughs> worth because they are the number one binge drinking state in the country. North Dakota, <laughs> probably a relationship there. <laughs> they have the least valuable possessions, but they lose the most. <laughs> they lose everything. <laughs> Which is also hilarious because probably when you're getting drunk in a North Dakota town, mm-hmm. there's probably only three bars. Right. So the fact that you straight yeah. up can't find that, period. A lot of land, though. And I bet there's, and I bet there's a lot of, of drunk adventuring off, like, let's go out here, you know. <laughs> to the, oh, yeah. <laughs> to these fucking prairies, these bars. I remember uh, one of the first times I left my credit card at a bar yeah. in Chicago. We were at, like, ten different bars, and we had... No idea which one. So, you know, we just, in the order that we went to them, we go, do you, you know, you have a credit card? Do you have a credit card? Nope, 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 nope. 
We go in. It was actually Big City, mm -hmm. which is a 4 a.m. Yep. atrocious bar in Chicago. Legendarily atrocious Legendary. bar. I, I walk in with my roommate, and the bartender just starts shaking his head going, well, <laughs> we thought we'd see you again. <laughs> I'm like, well, this is probably where we right, left everything. Right. You know, I love that that Zamboni next day. Just like, check, check if you have your phone, the text that you sent out the night before. There's a regret with that. So you, I do a Zam, yeah. I do call it the Zamboni when I'm just cleaning the path of. Listen, this is a mass text. I don't know what happened there last night, but I regretfully apologize. Now I'm off to. Now I got to trace your steps to get your credit cards back to these bars. And they love rubbing it in too, like you said, those bartenders. Well, well, well. Oh yeah. Last I saw you, you told me to go to hell. <laughs> I know, well, I, I didn't mean that, of course. Listen, we were all we were having a spirited conversation. <laughs> right. I mean, there was a lot of give and take on both sides. And <laughs> no, no, <laughs> no, no. You you were pretty adamant that uh, if I didn't believe Louisiana was a king, to go to absolute hell. <laughs> um, injuries is a good uh, regret and. Um, I, I read something. Oh, I read yeah? something interesting about injuries. As we had uh, Renee on, and she would talk us out of. Uh, she would talk us out like of dangerous, yeah, dangerous decisions. Injuries. Yeah, and it's not that we're. It's not that drunks are uh, dumber, you know, than the normal people. Mm -hmm. They know the risks. They just don't care about the risks. Yeah. So someone exactly. said, you can ask them right before they're now. What are you about to do now? And they'll explain it very eloquently. You know, the drunk fashion. <laughs> I'm going to rappel off this building here to get my uh, to get my hat. Why? <laughs> just climb this barbed wire fence, uh, throw a stake to that Rottweiler, and uh, get my mittens back. <laughs> Don't you, you know, it's, it's entirely dangerous, sure, sure, but I think I can do it. <laughs> yeah. I think I'm the guy to pull it off. Yeah. What's the worst that could happen? Right. And like, so, um, speaking of worst things that can happen, we we have to move. We have to move on to. We have to do an open invite segment. Um, to a story that's happened that's in the news a lot lately, and that is the Waffle House. Oh my gosh, yes, uh, yeah, and we're going to get into all the reasons why the Waffle House is in the news. But mm -hmm. we want to extend an open invite yeah. to the drunk waitress who tried to wear a cheeseburger as a sandal outside a Waffle House after getting caught having sex. Oh boy. <laughs> It's just like a drunken trash resort, like the, like the parking lot. In this waitress's defense, who the yeah. fuck calls the cops on public sex outside of a Waffle there's House? A, that is like a breach of confidentiality there. Absolutely. And there's a lot of details about this story that you're going to get into that are comical, yes. But as I'm reading, I'm like, who, who's leaking this information? If I, if, I, if I show up at a Waffle House at 3 in the morning, I assume one of the cars is going up and down with people having sex. <laughs> In, in fact, I don't trust the restaurant if I don't see that. So get dressed and get out. She's not responding. Finally, he the shakes her. Hey, come on, let's go. And then she uh, puts her foot inside of a cheeseburger, thinking it's a sandal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Rachel and Frank, twenty-five and twenty-seven, were arrested November third and cited for public drunkenness and loitering after the pair. Also, I love that they just add on loitering. <laughs> They got to tackle on crimes, right? For, Just, for fucking in a parking papers, lot. Well, you weren't moving. Fucking. Okay. <laughs> Is there anything more disgusting than what's happening inside this yeah. Waffle House? I say not, officer. We're busted for having <laughs> sexual intercourse in a pickup truck outside of Loganville Waffle Houses in Georgia. According to the police report, Gossett, uh, the woman, was so inebriated that she stuck her foot inside a cheeseburger thinking it's a it's sandal. Amazing. 
that's pretty great. Now that's a that's a detail only the cop had to add to the report for no reason but to some to mock. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like why is that even in there? Was that a crime officer? Yeah. No, but it's pretty funny. We all think it's pretty. We all agree that it's pretty funny, and we're trying to shame you as much as possible. <laughs> Maybe she likes walking on burgers. Could be good for the balls of the feet. I mean. It, food it would be yeah. great because I knowing drunks, the way that probably happened is they were interrupted by the right. cops and they're like, listen, we haven't seen each other in years. We're very amorous tonight, <laughs> but we are not drunk, officer. We are not drunk. Right. <laughs> you just put a cheeseburger on right. your food and sit down. <laughs> what was the burger doing on the floor to begin with? They were, that, that's, how, that's how impassioned they were. If anything, that proves, their, that proves your point. <laughs> we didn't have time to even eat. We ordered food just to create the ruse, although because we know because we know food is also regret. We didn't want to compound the food regret with the sex regret. Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it's uh, yeah, Waffle House has been going viral lately because like on Twitter, like there's all these like fight scenes, and there's this one that just happened. I think you and I yeah. both saw the video, but like there's this brawl at a Waffle House, right? There's always these brawls. Hilarious. It's, it's, it's hilarious. It, it is so much better than any professional fighting in the world. And first of all, the fact that customers think they can beat up a Waffle House employee, like the hubris you have to think that you are somehow tougher than a Waffle House employee doing the graveyard shift. And when and yeah, and when those staff come together like back to back almost, oh yeah, perfect health. I mean, first of all, they have non-slip shoes. They're fighting. They're fighting on tiles with non-slip shoes. You do not have that. So, like, it's always funny when the when, when the regular person gets back there and they just start slipping everywhere, and then you got like employees just decking them. It's like you're on ice and they're wearing skates. Yeah, yeah, hair's already in the net. They got they got access to hot grease. They got access to all these weapons, you know. And they, yeah, and they know all the hidden area, hidden spots are located in. I mean, you're not gonna and 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 they are loyal and they will fight with each other because they know what's just you know they will die together. It's like the equivalent of a fan running onto a football field. You know what I mean? Like onto a field and players just start jumping these people. Like like anything goes now. Once you cross this this countertop, anything goes. And the only difference is, which is why it should be even more scary for you if you've ever worked in retail or the food service industry no matter how much you disagree with your current employees and team members the one thing you all agree is you fucking hate your customers (laughs) (laughs) so if one of them has the audacity to attack one of you you're like i've been working here for three years i fucking every i hate every customer i've been waiting for this physically yeah. yeah, I've been waiting for yeah, this, exactly. and they all have yeah. someone else envision who they are. They're assaulting, and and this is like the only department where like the even the head hunts of the like the CEOs and companies have their 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 uh, workers. Yeah, back. I always love Wawa's never does a statement <laughs> when it goes viral. There's never like this doesn't <laughs> yeah. reflect our customer service no, values. Listen, it's a war out there. God, I'm glad they <laughs> came like, out alive. Wawa's CEO is basically like, listen, my silence is louder than my words. <laughs> Keep it up, team. <laughs> I saw a video on, t- on TikTok, you know, what a worker's like. They're, they're doing dancing and they're bragging about, like, you know, what's going to happen to you. They're fighting. No one that would get you fired yeah. immediately. Like, just talk about, it. like, no, the, the, the one in Macon, Georgia, you're going to get a, you're going to get, you're going to get, the one who used to be a gold glove champion. Like, they, they hire, like, actual fighters. Yeah, I do wonder if they have fighting background. The, the one vote that just recently went viral, 
this this customer throws a fucking chair yeah. at this small blonde woman. She catches it with one hand yeah, and just discards like, it. And then they attack. It's like something from the Avengers or something. Like, what's going on <laughs> what? here? <laughs> it's like, how do you hire these people? <laughs> Like just, they're that. Like they're so tough. It'd be like, all right, have you ever worked in the food service industry? Right. No. Okay. Well, that's not necessarily a deal breaker. Do you have any personal combat experience? <laughs> Extensive. You're yeah, hired. I, I was a Green Beret. Okay. Okay. <laughs> we'll, we'll teach you hash browns later. <laughs> I'm the youngest of seven kids. I've fought every day for my life. You know, like, you're hired. Oh, man. Now, CJ. Yep. Uh, it's interesting, you know, we've been talking about regrets, and I said, like, it's interesting in that you, you said at the beginning, I have regretless about drinking. Yes, you are. Uh, and I talk about that in my book, but I do have one regret. So I have the opposite kind of regret, okay. where I'm always like, oh man, if I were to go home, I'm going to regret it because that's going to be like the best night of, of, of our lives. And the one time I did it, which actually involved you, yeah. is the biggest regret of my life, where I went home early. We were all dr- drinking at Reezy's Beer Strobe, okay. German bar next to the old Lincoln Lodge. Yep. I went home early. Yep. And this is the text I got from you the next day. <laughs> Sergeant Slaughter showed up and gave us all sausages and then drove away in the sausage vehicle. <laughs> sausage van, I believe. Yep. Yeah. Uh, what? That is hilarious. Because FOMO, as they call it, you know, is one of the big regrets yes. people have now of missing out, going, uh, mm-hmm. you know, um, what's going to happen. And like you said, it's never. Even if it is true, it's usually a drunk. If it's coming from a drunk, you know, the narrator's probably wrong. Oh, you missed yes. it. You totally missed it. What happened? And that starts off like in school, like when you're sick. What I miss? Yeah, oh, and it, 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 it never you know? sounds credulous when they're trying. Right. Oh, what? The Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders mm, came they in. They came through. Foo Fighters did an improvised set. It was amazing. <laughs> James Jameson, the owner of the whiskey distillery, comes in, throwing whiskey at it, and it never sounds believable. And you tell me that Sergeant Slaughter shows up and is just throwing sausages. And I tell you an unbelievable story. Sergeant Slaughter, from wrestling fame, comes in in full uniform. Yes. And he did and he and it's exactly what he did. He came out. He gives sausages. I obviously don't believe you, so I text the other people I knew were out there, and they're all like Hand to God, it actually happened. <laughs> At least in our eyes. So this happened, yeah. right? This actually yeah, happened. He came in, in, in retrospect, I don't know if he actually, when he brought up, is because he wouldn't call himself Sergeant Slaughter. It was a very similar name. And I think it was So a, I, it was if you want to know the true story behind this, yeah. I actually Googled it okay. a couple years later. Mm-hmm. He is not Sergeant Slaughter, right. but he looks exactly yep. like him. And he dresses up like him sure. and sells sausage. Sure. That's yeah, not, that checks out. Um, yeah. <laughs> but we were called him Sergeant Slaughter, that's for sure. And he wasn't denied. Why not? And he wasn't denied. And first, <laughs> but, but before he even brought out his meats, he's just walking the bar, like talking about things like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you yeah. know, whatever. And like, and then he, then he, he goes, "I want to go out to my van. You know, go out to my uh, so- so- sausage van." <laughs> Then he came back, not before he had the tray, just had samples in his hands, and he's just jamming. Didn't them. you say when he came back, he put a lab coat on too? He had a he had, so he's in he Sergeant had, Slaughter's he had, he had outfit. He had a meat apron the, on, I think it was like a one of those like oh, okay. you know what I mean? Like, so then he puts a meat apron on, like a butcher on, yeah. apron, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> just to give out, and then he had a tray of these sausages and these hot sauces as well. I think he okay. had, and he's just like no consent whatsoever, just jamming meats into our mouths as we're talking like you you're you're men you need meats and he's just putting it he's putting it in there and like okay i guess we're eating they were this is a dive bar on irving park avenue in chicago just to give some listeners some context like this is not where you think meats are gonna be uh non-consensually thrown down your throat now usually that market's a tamale guy you know he comes in with a cooler and people buy it off there's a there's a back and forth (laughs) 
<laughs> this guy's throwing meats down. Now, and you guys, and the way the story was told to me, you guys end up buying some sausages. We, off them. Had, we had to the, buy some sausages. The sales pitch works. And this is the best. He gives you his card and he goes, if you ever have a sausage emergency, there's a sausage hotline. 24 7, mm-hmm. dial that number. We there was one point we were going to do a shot contest of his hottest hot sauce, you know, like uh, mm-hmm. back we were gambling. I think Junior went in there. He wanted to do like a hundred dollars to do a shot. He wanted to snort a shot of his hot sauce, and he, Slaughter jumped into that. He's like, I can't, yeah. I can't allow it. You know, I mean, this is uh, <laughs> legally, I can't <laughs> yeah, let you do that. Right, yeah, exactly. I cannot legally, I can't let you do that. <laughs> but you guys, I don't know if you remember this or not, or this Probably is what not. was told yeah. to me. You, you tell, tell, after, tell us what you heard. After he leaves. You guys are like, do you think that was really Sergeant Slaughter? Right. And do you think this hotline, like what? Yeah, he- so you guys call the hotline. It's like half hour, 45 minutes after he's left. And he answers with just, it works. Yeah. It works. <laughs> yep, he's in his it. car. Yeah. And I guess he has like a se- like a cell phone. or I mean, because this was a long time ago. Like, I don't even know if smartphones existed. Yeah, no, it wasn't a smartphone. It, it, it was like a satellite phone for sure. Like one of those. Yeah, old I think it was. And he's, and he's just going, phone. it works. And like, like the joy, like, like Frankenstein uh-huh. or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, the menu was like this self printed like pamphlet of just meats and different yeah. names and patriotics. And it, it, it had like Vietnam War references to it. Like, it was a, the whole mixture yeah. of it was amazing. It was, he was the manliest man of all time and he's just going like just doing doing his american duty his american duty was to give drunks meats and it's like if you like it or not you didn't have time to answer if you want going it bar not. to bar right. leaving that hotline there mm-hmm. i'm available 24 7 a new american hero linked meats oh man and i regretted that so deeply yeah yeah, and and and, and, and that, I think that's why I don't ever leave until last call anymore. <laughs> that's that is the most amazing one story to tell your wife. You see, see, Jess, why I can't ever leave and come home early. I, did, I didn't do that. I, I like had to basically tell her, I'm like, who, Sergeant Slaughter? You ask, who is this, and what did he do, and why is this important? Right. And then you got to explain that. And then we send like another. Like, well, you got to go back to the Cold War. You know, I mean, it was a tough time for America. All right, we're all watching wrestling. Okay, you know, he's an important man. <laughs> and then we just went like went around like the bars in that area, hoping to find him again, trying to recreate that. Oh, match. we did. We, and, but that's the thing about that is the thing about that regret where if you miss that one night, yeah, you, can't you can't catch lightning not. in a bottle again. Absolutely not. Yeah. And. Uh, that was amazing, and like, uh, <laughs> and this is definitely before social media, and that's what they do with social. Oh, yeah. You see these pictures on social media now, I and mean, they're they're lies. That that'll make you miss out. Like, oh, I can't believe I missed out. But that's a lie. It's a setup photo. It's like, th- yeah, this yeah, is yeah. the kind of stuff that can never have been documented. The only thing that's been documented <laughs> yeah. is a landline of a sausage. Hotline. Yeah, like if this guy did this today, he'd be sued into the Stone Age by the uh, Worldwide Wrestling <laughs> right, Federation. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like you can't just claim to be Sergeant Slaughter and throw meat down people's <laughs> mouths anymore. You cannot. That is not a 2022 possible story. <laughs> oh man, we got to find that though. We got to find the sausage hotline and see if it still works. Yeah, I think that menu's online. I'll oh, come on. I. I I do. I do have a physical copy of that menu somewhere. I remember last time I moved. Like that. That's like one of the things. Like, All okay, right. this is going to be with me for life. That's <laughs> a keeper. <laughs> that pamphlet. So <laughs> <laughs> we'll get that. We'll post that online. All right. That's going to do it for today's blackout diaries. We want to thank Renee Gautier for coming on in and uh, doing our show oh, regrets yeah. uh, every Friday. Uh, you're back at the Lincoln Lodge, right? The live show. 10 p.m., yeah. Uh, it's been great lately. Um, yeah, come by. Uh, 10 p.m. every Friday. Um, 
it's uh, it's been a lot of fun. Buy your tickets in advance, though, because we're getting close to sold out. We actually had to turn people away the previous week, right. so do buy those tickets in advance. It's the first time we've had to turn people away in a while. Did you turn them to other shows at the Lincoln Lodge? I, that's when I when I worked the door there when I was oh, yeah. visiting. I like doing that. Like, just go to go to this. They're drunks anyway. Just point them in any room. Get them in there. What are you going to argue with them and have a whole thing? I, I do do know. that. And then and then I did get a complaint. It is funny. I I did do that. Yes, you know I'm. I'm <laughs> You know, I want to help out the venue. Sure, absolutely. You know, and uh, I did get an email that was the worst fucking comedy show I've ever. Ah. Like, apparently, I accidentally directed them to the most political. Wow. It was all sober comedians talking about politics. That's a good point. Like, if they're coming and wanting to see the he blackout, goes, he goes, why do I need to know the seventh Supreme Court nominee's name? <laughs> <laughs> At a comedy that show. That's a great email. I need to get. I need to hear that on the podcast. It was a pretty great complaint that I got. Yeah. Um, also, your book. My book is out, Places I Can't Return To. Um, check that out. Um, yeah, great holiday purchase. We're gonna I'm just gonna keep saying that, you know. <laughs> St. Patrick's Day is coming up. It's a great it's a great St. Patrick's is, it Day. It is a great purchase. St. Pat. It is a great St. Patrick's what do you Day got? gift. What do you got going there. on, CJ? Um, I got uh, <laughs> well, I'm on bottom line bombs podcast on the Sports Gaming Podcast Network is just wrapping up as the football season comes to an end. Still going strong there, though. Uh, I got a show at the Wilbur Theater in Boston, January 28th. You can check that out. Follow me online, uh, Instagram. CJ Sullivan was taken, and uh, most importantly, everybody um, like and subscribe to the show you're listening to now and give us five star yes. reviews. Right. I've been noticing we've been since, and I don't know if it's because we're saying okay. this. We're getting more reviews, really? so keep keep those reviews coming in. We need those reviews. Keep those reviews coming it's in. A shame, please. But- uh, wherever you listen, wherever you listen, if it's Spotify, right. if it's uh, Apple, whatever, yeah. uh, leave us a good review, please. Yeah, as much as we hate to say it, it matters. The reviews matter. It does. <laughs> they can't it figure does. out a better system. Our lives are hinging on this, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> so anyway. we need this. All right. Well, happy New Year's, everybody. That's it for the blackout. Dogs. Happy New Year, everybody. All right. Star Brains Avenue, a podcast network.